Welcome to Modern Marketing Messages, the leading podcast discussing the latest and greatest in both online and offline marketing tactics, strategies, and trends. I'm your host, Taylor Carr, marketing content writer at AmericanEagle.com. With the holiday season just around the corner, today we're going to explore six ways to prep your digital marketing. To help me do this, I have here with me three AmericanEagle.com digital marketers, Carolyn Letzel, Scott Lemke, and Nadine Howell. Carolyn, Scott, and Nadine, can each of you introduce yourselves, including how long you've been at AmericanEagle.com and a little bit about what your role and responsibilities are here? Scott, you can go first. Hi, I'm Scott Lemke. I'm one of our senior digital marketers here at American Eagle. I've been here for almost six and a half years. I actually came from a client, so I've been working with American Eagle for close to a little over 10 years or so. Um, I'm one of our senior digital marketers. I'm also one of the co-leads for our email marketing team. I mostly work with our retainer clients as far as taking over or managing or consulting from their um, digital marketing standpoint for email marketing, social, SEO, PPC, kind of whatever they need from a digital marketing standpoint, we're here to help. Awesome. It's so cool that you used to be a client of AmericanEagle.com. So through this podcast, I've been finding that there's quite a few workers here who were also AmericanEagle.com clients in the past. Yeah. Liked them so much, I joined them. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Carolyn, do you want to introduce yourself? Sure. My name is Carolyn Lutzel. I've been with AmericanEagle.com for about a year and a half. I, like Scott, am part of the digital marketing team, and I'm a uh, social team co-lead here, and I'm also on the digital marketing strategy team. So with that, we take a look from like a holistic approach at all of our clients' accounts and see where you know we can have the most impact and really prioritize which channels would make the most sense for them. So it's been really great, and I feel like you know we're always challenged here with new ideas and um, ways to help our clients grow. That's awesome. Well, welcome, Carolyn. And Nadine, do you want to introduce yourself? Yeah. Hi, I'm Nadine. I'm a digital marketing specialist. I've only been here for nine months, but um, I help with any organic search, paid ad clients, and my favorite, which is email marketing, which I know we're going to be talking about a lot today. So I help with those three channels. Oh, awesome, you guys. Well, I'm glad you're all here. It seems like you're all very well versed in this topic. So I'm excited for a conversation. And, you know, with that, I think we should just get started and talk about, you know, the six opportunities that people can use to, you know, optimize their digital marketing this season. As we all know, you know, the amount of shopping significantly increases as the holiday season approaches, which is why it's so important to have your digital marketing strategy ramped up and ready to go. So let's get into the six opportunities. And the first one I would like to talk about today is inventory. In what ways can businesses prepare their inventory for the upcoming holiday season? I guess I can kick this one off. So um, this is primarily if you're more of an e-commerce brand that's dealing with inventory specifically. So it's really important to think about what you have currently available um, and what you can afford to promote. I know this seems like kind of an obvious thing, but it's like you can't just start all of your marketing without really strategizing and thinking through like what makes the most sense for your brand. So if there's something that has performed well in the past and you have that available, think of ways that you can promote that this year that's different from years past that can really start to drive revenue for you. It sounds really basic, but it's the best place to start because it's worked before. So why can't it work again? Yeah. And you know, thinking through what you can afford to promote too ties back into your marketing budget that you have available. 
Uh, you don't necessarily want to overspend just because it's the holiday season. You got to think through, you know, what you have available, what you've done up until this point throughout the year, and then, you know, what you have planned for next year as well. Yeah, totally. That makes sense. And when do you recommend people kind of look through their inventory to make sure that they're ready for the holiday season? I think, you know, the earlier, the better. Um, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I know, you know, it's coming up quick. A lot of other brands have already started promoting for the holiday season, whether it's Black Friday or Small Business Saturday. So the earlier, the better. But if you haven't started by this point, you definitely should, you know, look into it and, and start immediately. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Is there yeah. anything else you'd like to add? Well, and a lot of companies are already starting that already in October. So we've got sales coming on like the whole month of, of November. They're doing early prime sales for Amazon. And so the, people are really trying to even get further out as far as promotions for the brands and everything. Yep, I got you. That makes sense. So the next opportunity I would like to talk about, and Nadine, you mentioned this kind of when you're introducing yourself, is email marketing. What types of emails should businesses be sending right now? Yeah, so I would say if you're promoting a specific sale, lead with that message along with maybe some best sellers, free shipping. If you want to target any of those late holiday shoppers, let them know maybe you have one week to receive your package before, you know, holiday season arrives. I would probably lean more towards those kind of campaigns. Some gift guides also help clients who are unsure on what they want to purchase as well. Those gift guides have gotten me so many times in the past. Mm -hmm. I'm like, I need to stay off my email <laughs> in the holidays. Yeah, no, I really like what you said there because that I feel like helps brands come across more like a resource. Yeah, because you're totally. getting hit with so many promotional messages. At one point, you're just going to be like, I've seen, you know, so many deals come through my inbox. I can't like buy from everybody. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah. it's like, who is going to give me the most value? And typically that will result in more of like that trust and hopefully a sale down the line. Yeah. 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 I like that you mentioned everyone is kind of getting hit with so many holiday emails. So personalizing your emails um, for the subject line also helps your engagement rate go up. Clients like to see that they're valued or if they're a VIP, you know, offering that type of segment, a specific promotion or just personalized email goes a long way as well. Yeah. Yeah. That's great. And I know email automation has been, you know, like all the hype these days. Is there any kind of automation tracks that businesses should, you know, be using within their email marketing platform to send to potential customers? I would I would make sure that we've got a, a good, solid welcome automation. You've got a high potential for a lot of new customers coming to the site from paid search or organic search or um, paid social or whatever. Yeah. So you might have a lot of people that are new to the brand. So making sure that they're getting into a pretty good funnel to kind of hit them with drip campaigns throughout the holiday season and then even after the holidays, which is another topic for later on in the, yeah. <laughs> in the podcast. But um, making sure that you've got that really, that really well flushed out and email pop up, making sure that you're capturing that information and Hopefully you've got abandoned browse, abandoned carts already set up. So, you, you know, you got to really focus on trying to get that main conversion. Awesome. Love it. So the next opportunity I wanted to talk about is social media. What can businesses do on their social media channels to boost or promote their holiday sales or just even their holiday products? So, you know, going back to your strategy here, you know, identifying which products you really want to promote. And thinking about ways that you can creatively promote them that isn't just, you know, pushing that sale content, you know, showing some of the values around your products or what sets them apart from your competitors can really help 
you stand out from all of the other messaging that's being, you know, pushed on social. I would also, you know, look into all the different channels that you're utilizing within social. Maybe it makes more sense for you to focus on like Facebook or TikTok this season or other channels potentially with what your goals are. So um, you don't necessarily need to go crazy on all of the platforms just to try and increase, you know, whatever traffic you can to the site. If it doesn't really make sense with what the products are and what you're really trying to push, you don't necessarily need to do everything just because other people are necessarily. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And I feel like social media strategy in the holidays goes beyond just saying Merry Christmas or happy shopping, that, those kinds of things. So like you said, I think it's important to have an overall strategy from the beginning before you set out to do the, all of that. Yeah, exactly. If you know it doesn't really fit with what you've been doing throughout the rest of the year, you don't necessarily need to change your whole strategy for two months. But it is good to maybe look into what is trending right now and try and take advantage of some popular aspects of that. Um, I know like video content on Instagram and TikTok right now is huge. So really trying to leverage that like short form video content where you can would make a lot of sense for some brands, I would assume. Yeah, that's great. So kind of playing off of social media, where does paid social stand within this digital marketing opportunities thing? Yeah. So I know, like Scott mentioned, it's a great way to bring in some new people into the site. Um, so, you know, taking a look from a paid social perspective, obviously, you know, have your strategy in place. It should also resonate with the rest of your marketing strategy. And with that, you know, you are bringing in new people to the site. So highlighting some of those popular items that you have, along with, you know, the sale, a lot of times that can get people into the site because there's some, a new offer going on. And you can also be, you know, pretty strategic and, and utilize the different channels that you have in place to maybe cross promote. Um, oh, okay. So if you have, you know, an email marketing list that you could import into your, your paid social strategy, you can leverage those contacts and try to retarget to those users. So thinking of ways that you don't necessarily need to work harder, but maybe work a little bit smarter to try and capitalize on the audience that you currently have. Yeah. That sounds great. Scott, do you have anything to add on the paid social side? Yeah, I, I like the concept of the hot, warm, cold types of audiences. Okay. So your hot audience is more like retargeting, like uh, Caroline was talking about. So people that have already been to the website over the last 14 days or whatever the case is, hitting them back with a message, your warm list is your email list that you've already got, past customers, past purchasers from last year from the holidays. Um, that's great to kind of get back in front of them. And then the cold campaigns are those that don't know anything about the brand at all. You're kind of hitting them from a targeting standpoint, interests and all that type of stuff. And you got to remember that the Facebook feed is, it's just littered with ads around the holidays. It's yeah. insane. So your message has got to at least get them to stop scrolling for a second. Yeah, so, that's great. And, and making sure that the ads and your organic posts click back to the website. <laughs> so yeah, make that it would as definitely easy be as possible. <laughs> yeah. So there's a lot of companies that, you know, they're sharing the same message between Twitter and Instagram and Facebook. Well, they're not, they're putting like see link in bio on Facebook when you can actually put the link right there and yeah. make it as easy as possible to get them to, to your site. Yeah. So. And in my own experience, just if I see an ad like that and it's telling me to go somewhere else to even click on the website, I'm not going to do it. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. And I think, you know, going back to something that you had said with the messaging too, you know, you can develop like a content strategy that takes into account email, organic social, paid social, what you're going to be, you know, putting out for like paid search ads and really think about like what types of words you want to be using because it should align with the brand and not, you know, it shouldn't just be segmented for just that channel. Yeah. 
that messaging is definitely going to be key in bringing people in. Yeah, that's great. And I totally agree with what you just said about the content strategy thing. And I think a lot of people think of a content strategy as just, okay, what what am I going to write about on my blog today? And you know, yes, it encompasses the blog, but there's also you know everything you just mentioned, social, email, even paid ads and all that. So that's a great point. So the fifth opportunity I wanted to talk about today was Google Analytics 4. Where does that fit into the digital marketing strategies that, to prep for the holiday season? Make sure you have it. Yeah. <laughs> if you're not yeah, already seriously. tracking it, yeah. Because if, if, I mean, if by setting that up now, you're going to run it, you could potentially run into issues next year as far as like looking at year over year data. Yeah. If you've only got universal analytics set up and you don't have GA4, next year you're going to be comparing apples to oranges as far as data goes. So, yeah making sure that you call us and have us implement it correctly. <laughs> what kinds of things do you think people should specifically look for when, you know, determining whether their holiday digital marketing strategy kind of was successful? Sales. Yeah. Sales and making sure that you've got your all your goals set up correctly on your site as far as email signups and form submissions and email clicks and basically any, any kind of conversion point that the site has, making sure that they're being tracked in both Universal and in GA4. So you at least have that data. So you know what, what worked and what didn't work. That's the only way to really evaluate at the end of the season. Yeah. Like, hey, this this drove in a ton of traffic, but if it didn't convert, well, what was wrong with it? What, what can we do next year to adjust it? Yeah. And the sixth digital marketing strategy that I wanted to talk about was SMS marketing. How are people using this and what can they do to better drive that holiday traffic? So the neat thing about SMS marketing is, you know, you don't need to create a whole email template with like a bunch of content. So they're really easy to send out. And around the holidays, you can really utilize them to create a sense of urgency. So like I mentioned earlier, really targeting users with your flash sales and your deals or items that might be selling out that they have browsed through before. Um, just targeting users like that, because I know SMS marketing has seen open rates up to 90%. So wow. if you really want to drive users to take action, um, definitely use SMS. Yeah. Yeah. And you said flash sales. Is there anything else that people use SMS marketing for? Yeah, I'd say definitely stick to anything promotional for SMS. Like I said, you want to just drive users to engage newsletters or like any type of informational um, pieces can go through email. And I know it might be like very tempting for brands to just shoot out, you know, three text messages a day or, you know, 12 a week. But I feel like a lot of people feel like their texts are very personal mm-hmm. and they don't want to be hit with dozens of like promotional messages a day. So, you know, use them and take advantage of that great open rate, but don't take advantage of it to the point where people are starting to get turned off by it and don't want to opt into those. So it's a fine line, but make sure you're (laughs) providing value. And it's it's good to not not echo the same sentiment from an email. It is a different form of communication. So it could be just, hey, (laughs) check out the flash sale. (laughs) Like not, oh, hey, go check your email and look at the email that we just sent you. No, it needs to be a little bit more personalized Mm -hmm. than that. So that makes sense. So all the opportunities that we mentioned previously are great and I think are very helpful for brands this holiday season. But before we wrap up today, I wanted to quickly discuss some opportunities for that post-holiday marketing. So I put together three opportunities that I think uh, make the most sense 
to discuss this over. And the first one is email marketing. What can brands do post-holiday to you know engage customers or potential customers? One idea I think is neat is to uh, like not forget about yourself during the holidays. You know, everyone's shopping for one another, and sometimes you just want to treat yourself at the end of the holidays. So, yeah, it's sending a lead message about treating yourself and maybe shopping for yourself specifically. That's one idea I like. I mean, I love that idea because I love to shop. So, yeah, <laughs> perfect. Well, a lot of people get more, a little bit more disposable money after the holidays. So, true. Hey, yeah. They can spend a hundred bucks on themselves for something and, yeah, Christmas money. Yeah, I know yeah. a lot of brands too will, you know, with it being the new year, so shortly after the holiday season, you know, thinking of ways to also kind of treat yourself, but like looking to the year ahead, what are your goals for the next year? Ways to, you know, tie your brand back into making yourself, you know, a better person. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> Exercise more, yeah. eat healthier. <laughs> All those New Year's resolutions. Yeah. <laughs> so those are things that are, you know, popular every year but if you can make them a little bit more specific to your brand and tie it in a creative way uh, people may be more inclined to checking it out and potentially purchasing that way that's great Um, i like that a lot so my next opportunity that i wanted to discuss was extending sales what kind of strategy can businesses use to you know extend their sales and how do they then you know portray that to customers and potential customers i kind of mentioned before when we were talking about email yeah. You've got this new audience of people that may have purchased for the first time from you around the holidays, and now you've kind of got them into your normal marketing campaigns. Now use that time to tell them a little bit about the brand, give them a little bit more incentive to kind of keep shopping, and you know what, what else can you buy? What else can you gift for other family members, friends, or other holidays coming up? And just try to get them into the story and be those advocates. They might only be a first-time buyer, but this is the time to kind of nurture them into staying with the brand and building up a little bit more of that loyalty. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. And, you know, extending those sales and figuring out like what worked from that sale too and like honing into that will also help with, you know, your ongoing strategy going forward, knowing like what works for you versus what doesn't. Um, and just making sure that you're having that tracking in place is also very important too. So yeah. I know that's kind of like segueing into our yeah, next Yeah, I was just going to say, no, you <laughs> took the words right out of my mouth, which is great. And um, just to kind of reiterate what you were saying, the last opportunity that I wanted to talk about for post-holiday marketing was tracking. And like we mentioned before, you know, tracking everything and Google Analytics for, and you said kind of just, you know, analyzing what worked within your holiday campaign and then figuring out, okay, can I do this again next year? Is there any other ways that brands are, you know, using that to figure out what to do for the next year? Yeah, I would say, you know, looking at your analytics is obviously very key. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, you know, peeling it back a little bit further. Um, obviously, like, you'll probably know right off the bat what channels have worked versus, you know, maybe some others that weren't as strong. Um, and then continuing to refine those and then looking into maybe, you know, if it's a paid social campaign, what metrics or what ad creative worked really well. Yeah. Um, and maybe applying that for future campaigns or tweaking it slightly just to try and leverage that when, you know, next year comes around. Yeah. So just curious, have you guys, you know, I'm sure you both, you all work with, you know, a large majority of clients. Have you guys already started doing this? Are you in the throes or is it kind of like you're ramping up your brands for the holiday season right now? 
things are already moving forward, hopefully. <laughs> yeah, that's good. Are you guys, do you notice that you tend to get a lot busier during the holiday season or is it just kind of a year round thing and depending on the brand? Yeah, it depends on the brand. It really does. Yeah. I feel like I have a lot of B2B clients. So typically with them, they're, you know, driving leads, not necessarily like e-commerce clients yeah. that we have. So mm-hmm. it really does vary on the client. Um, but even if you are a B2B business, you don't necessarily need to forego like a holiday strategy. I think it can benefit you. It's just a matter of what your message is and what your goals are. I mean, it is predominantly e-commerce driven, yeah. mm-hmm. but there are ways to, you know, capitalize on like that brand awareness that's going on at the time and maybe tailor some of your messages to be more holiday geared. Yeah, that's great advice. I know Nadine's got a pretty big fashion brand that keeps us all very, very busy over the holidays, too. So that sounds exciting. <laughs> yeah. Definitely want to focus on those like one hit wonders from last year that may have shopped once during the holidays and like retargeting them again. So a lot of segmentation for the holiday season when it comes to email. Awesome. Well, that was all of the opportunities I had discussed today. Thank you guys so much for joining me and kind of sharing your expertise on all things holiday digital marketing. And I'm sure, you know, our listeners can learn a lot from this episode. So thank you. You're welcome. Thanks thank for you. having us. Yeah, yeah, thanks for having us. <laughs> thank you for listening to Modern Marketing Messages. For more information about the topics discussed today, check out the description of this episode. And if you like this episode, follow the podcast wherever you listen to them to stay up to date with us. While you're at it, give us a rating and share this podcast with others. Don't forget to follow us on social media at Modern Marketing Messages. This episode is brought to you by AmericanEagle.com Studios. I'm Taylor Carr, and I'll be back with another Modern Marketing Message.